Tap In, Tap Out on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, make sure to grab a mountain cold refreshment. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And lastly, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. The NBA Finals free roll contest locks at the end of this week. So make sure to get your entry in for a free shot at winning $1,000. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome everyone to Tap In, Tap Out, or so we think, Mark. Another Tap In, Tap Out podcast, apparently on the network, Mark, in existence. Maybe we'll change our name. Only three or four episodes in. Uh, first of all, that's that's interesting, so we'll keep you guys posted on that. That's pretty funny. Apparently, uh, a spiritual wellness podcast called Tap In, Tap Out, also in existence. But we are also, in a way, Mark, a spiritual and wellness podcast as well. Uh, your thoughts on that? I think we're very spiritual and very. <laughs> I'm doing very well. So I don't, I don't that's understand. right, especially because uh, we are slightly up in the money after our uh, Euro 2020 uh, match day one picks, um, and we're here to go ahead and do Euro 2020 match day two. Today is Tuesday, June 15th. We just finished sitting down and watching France versus Germany in the group of death uh, to conclude the match day one games. Um, your overall thoughts on match day one uh, and how it went down. It was exciting. There was a lot of good action. I thought I thought the tournament started kind of slow. Yeah. But it really picked up. I feel like the uh, like the Netherlands against uh, Ukraine was like a big turning point. Sure. And since then, the teams have really gone for it. Obviously, we did. Have, we should speak about a near tragedy. Yeah. On the field, that was wild. Christian Eriksen. Yeah. I was in the gym working out. Kyle texts me. He's like, Yeah. Like, dude, Christian Eriksen just got knocked out cold. Like, yeah. he's, he's out. Right. And I was just like, all right, sick. I'm, I'm working out. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> and then he's like, actually, I think he's dying. Like, yeah. He's like doing so – I missed it. Like, I was just – I was yeah. in the gym. I didn't actually see it live. And, yeah, that was my first thought was like, oh, he must have taken a blow to the head somehow. Uh, and then, obviously, as the minutes ensued, you realized how uh, how serious the situation was. They started administering CPR. How do you um, feel about them – showing that like they literally yeah, on the broad i went and rewatched like yeah. the broadcast yeah. and like they literally showed them giving him cpr right on the field. right um yeah i can't believe good, they didn't cut that yeah that's a good question um yeah you could tell at the beginning uh that it was serious and i think as soon as they showed some shots of him like still kind of out and it was a few minutes in at that point you know then they probably should have cut away and like you you probably saw in that broadcast all the all the players on his national team kind of surrounding him to give privacy in that moment yeah. but you're right there were some ensuing shots cutting back to that even though it was a wide a wide frame shot if you will like you could still see what's going on in the circle like you could still see them doing uh cpr and you're and you're totally right like in that situation they probably shouldn't shouldn't even cut to a wide angle of anything it should probably just be shots of the crowd looking sad uh, should probably be the only thing shown in that situation but good news mark uh comes from the situation uh that he was uh he did wake up and uh he was stabilized in a, in a hospital there uh, and it sounds like uh everything's okay i mean obviously things aren't great but things are okay considering what could have come out of that situation which could have been even more tragic so just a weird situation and then they postpone the match and then they come back and play it uh and they lose in an upset brutal um that was crazy because they were showing like they delayed the game for an hour and a half right and then you see them start come out on the field to warm up again like yeah. the danish players are literally crying right in the right. warm-up they like, just they just went through like a very like tragic like yeah. shocking experience like, you, like and they don't know what's going on you right. know like th like for all they know he's he's having another heart yeah, attack yeah so they, they totally. gotta go play the second half of this game yeah yeah completely rattled and they yeah. lose an upset yep Yep. Probably the biggest upset of of, I, I think of so. match week one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know questions to be asked there, especially like off a of goalkeeper. Also, mistake. like to postpone a match an hour and a half 
is kind of a weird time. You know, I used to I used to plan out my meals, Mark, before we would play our big D3 games. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like preparing the body for a match and then like getting it pushed back 90 minutes. I don't know. I feel like at the top level, that shouldn't really happen. But anyway, it did. Um, and speaking of losses and wins, Mark, it is time for Financial Investing 101. Because all we care about is getting fucking rich. Do it live. I can write it and we'll do it live. Financial Investing 101. As a big tournament like this would be, things have been up and down and left and right. We've been all over the board, Mark, but we do end up both slightly in the plus money. How did you do uh, with your run of matches? There, there was good news and bad news. Yeah, for sure. The bad news. I'll give you. I'll give you all my losses first. Sure. There were six of them. Mm. Seven of them. There wow. were seven of them. Okay. Wales and Switzerland tied. Yeah, I also lost that one. Uh, we both we both were uh, picking the dog there in Wales. Yeah, Denmark lost to Finland. Yeah, which we just spoke about. Right, that was a big upset. I had sure. England. I had England. Uh, tying Croatia. Yeah, that's the thing. You, you I know there's gonna be draws. It's just that. <laughs> so you have to take some of them. You know. Right. For example, Spain tying Sweden lost that one as well. Yeah, that was a tough one too. We both took a dog pick on Scotland and Czech Republic. Right. And uh, Scotland lost that match. And Poland lost to Slovakia. Poland looked absolutely terrible. And then we just watched uh, France beat Germany. I had them tying as well. Like, they, it should that should have been a draw. A draw. Like, come on. <laughs> the own goal comes and bites you for a 1-0 win. Exactly. So so that brought us down 700. The good news yeah, is good that news? Italy won with over one and a half goals scored. That nice. added $95. Belgium cashed out big on Belgium. They won with over one and a half we goals We hammered scored. Belgium. And Lukaku scored, which I took as a prop, nice. so I got $230 there. Nice. Austria win with over one and a half goals at plus 110. I okay. I did suggest on against North Macedonia. <laughs> I did suggest that you take plus two and a half goals. I said I wasn't going to take it just because it was too soon. Yeah. So I didn't, but that would have cashed out as well at plus 200. Hmm. But we got plus 110 there. And then the Netherlands in a thriller against Ukraine. That one had my heart going up and that down. That was a crazy match, yep. Won that one as Netherlands well. did not need to make that as exciting as it was, but they certainly did make it an exciting finish. But from sure. the betting perspective, the most exciting game for me was today, this morning, Portugal mm. against Hungary. Oh, yeah. Hungary were locking it down. I mean, Portugal was piling on the pressure in the first half. Right. Went 0-0. It's 0-0 all the way until the 84th minute. Yeah. When Portugal go ahead and score three goals. <laughs> I had I had them winning at plus two and a half goals for a one hundred forty five dollar wow, cash out and a clean sheet wow. at plus ninety five. So, so you get your over two and a half, you get your clean sheet, and you get your Portugal win in a matter of minutes. Wow. Like the last kick of the game, Ronaldo dribbles yeah. around the goalie and scores. Yeah, so that's thank right. you very much, Ronaldo. <laughs> so all in all, I doubt you guys were following that math there, but I'm <laughs> I'm up forty dollars. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we're still up after all that work. No, it seems like some of your um your sneaky picks where you're kind of going in and taking the overs as well and taking the clean sheets and, and kind of uh, giving yourself some, yeah, too. yeah. You're pro- you're propping it up a little bit to get a little extra value. It seems like those are, are, are working so far. You have to do that at this stage because yeah. especially in game one, like we don't know what the teams are going to give us. Yeah, sure. Now we have a better sense of what's going to happen. I think we can bet a little bit more confidently going into, into yeah, this game. Like we, I agree. We've seen what we've these seen teams it, are bringing to the We've seen a little table. bit more. Um, I had Italy as well. They got me off to a good start. The the draw between Wales and Switzerland didn't help at all. Neither did that Finland upset. Um, Belgium was our for sure our lock. I had England beating Croatia, so I was on the right side of that one. Um, Austria easily beats North Macedonia. Netherlands uh, beats Ukraine in a thriller. Czech Republic beats Scotland. We both had Scotland. Uh, yeah, pretty much our, my picks were mainly the same as yours. Um, the Spain-Sweden draw definitely hurt. I mean, Spain had... <laughs> all the possession in the world. Sweden literally had 9% possession through the first 30 minutes. Which 9% was, is insane. Which was talked about as like the lowest in a Euro match since 1980, the commentary. I didn't even know that the computer that calculates that yeah, could go I've that Yeah, I've never low. seen one that low. <laughs> so that was pretty crazy. And then uh, the only other difference I had bet- with you was that I actually did take uh, France uh, on the money line there. So I, I got a nice little own goal uh, earlier today to cash that one. Uh, total of pretty much sitting even at $20 an 88 cents profit with $100 units on all those games. So we both end up pretty even Steven after round one, but I'm definitely also feeling a little bit better heading into match day two uh, after seeing, you know, how these teams came out into the tournament. So without further ado, Mark, the first matchup we're looking at in this match day two, Finland plus 4475 dogs. They take on Russia, the minus 150 favorites. Uh, your thoughts on these two teams heading into their second match. Uh, of the tournament i like russia here at a minus 150 money line spot yeah i i wasn't so disappointed in russia 
like they played Belgium, which is obviously the best team in the group. I agree. They didn't look bad. On paper, the best team in the tournament. Yeah. They defended pretty well. They were pretty organized. Like they didn't really generate much offensively. So now they're going to have a chance to get forward. Like Finland for yeah. me against Denmark, that game, I almost don't even want to consider it. Because A, <laughs> obviously the circumstance of what happened. It like, shouldn't right? count. Yeah. You play 40 minutes, you pause 90 minutes, your player almost dies, right. and then you go play another game. Yeah. And all that being said, Finland only they scored on their only shot of the game. Yeah. After this team's been emotionally torched, yes. right? Yes, I agree. I think Finland will, uh, that'll be the only point they take home, I, yeah, I think, so in the I, tournament. Yeah, I'm so liking, I'm liking Russia here. It's going to be a game for them to go out and attack. They're, like Finland, I mean, this is actually a very important spot for Russia because Finland have three points now. Yeah. So Russia say, we have to win. Yeah, it helps helps Russia that Finland has three points and now. And Finland definitely. can look at this and say, like, maybe we just take a draw maybe here. Maybe we have a shot. Yeah, it's true. You That's know? true. Like, That's they true. got, they, I think they're only expecting at best to get one win. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to be very I could see a low scoring game as well. Um, so you're going to, you're going to take rush on the money line at minus 150. I agree with you. Um, a prop also to look at at this game, Mark, uh, Russia winning one zero two zero or two one. Uh, you can take get any of those scoreline outcomes for plus money. You can get that at plus plus one fifty. So that's another prop I kind of like for this one. Uh, but I agree with you. I think Russia, uh, looks at this game and says, okay, we came we came off a tough loss against the number one team in the world in Belgium. Uh, and we bounce back here against Finland. And if we take points away from Finland, uh, we're now in a good spot because Finland got that upset over Denmark. So uh, we're both on Russia for that one. The second one, Turkey plus 145 uh, favorites. They take on Wales, the plus 225 dogs. Mark, what do you think? I'm going to take Wales here. I think plus 225 is an interesting spot here. I think Wales is significantly better than Turkey. Like hmm. Wales didn't look bad against Switzerland. Obviously, the two teams they tied one-one, classic soccer scoreline. Yeah, Turkey wasn't bad. Like they were organized against Italy, and Italy eventually broke them down. Yeah, I thought they looked all right. They looked pretty good against Italy. Huh? But again, it's one of those. It's one of those spots where I think this is going to be Turkey saying, "Okay, we're now in last in the group with two games left." This is a, I think they're going to look at Wales and say this is the weakest team in the group besides us. I agree. So they're going to say Let's, we need we some we, we need something out of this. So they're not going to be they able to play them. that yeah, they're not going to be able to play that really defensive style. Ah, I see what you mean. They're going to be a little more open. So I think they're going to say hey, man to man, let's just line this up and let's yeah. just see what happens here. But I think Wales is going to have enough quality to overtake them. So I think mm. in honestly, Mark I just with think the dog. The, with yeah, the dog. Yeah, so shot. I'm I am taking the dog here. I feel like this is just too enticing. Like it, you can't you can't not take a shot on this in my opinion. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and not take a shot on it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take I'm going to take Turkey as the slight plus money favorites. Just in these close matchups, uh, I do give the edge to Turkey. I know I know Wales is an exciting team and, and they do have some some star players that can make the difference in a game like this. Um, but I just think situationally, I, I kind of liked what I saw from Turkey, uh, especially in that first half against Italy. Maybe they, maybe this is kind of like uh, a draw is interesting here, but both teams kind of need the points now. And, and, and after that game against Italy where they played so well defensively the first half and then eventually got opened up, you're right. Maybe the play style has to change. Maybe that's a bad thing. I'm not exactly confident on this pick, but I am going to take Turkey at plus 145. And then the other matchup in that group Italy minus 155 favorites they take on Switzerland the plus 475 dogs D- does Italy go 2 and 0 after this one I think they do I'm only confident enough to take them on the money line like I don't want to do any props here cuz Switzerland's yeah. a good team at the end of the day Yeah and Italy's tough to figure out it's tough to figure out if they're like in that upper echelon or not of teams you know what I mean like if we saw Belgium with against Switzerland at that price you'd probably like we'd probably talk about hammering it and talk about it being a great bet but Italy's just like are they quite on that that level uh, of the the biggest giants in Europe, I don't know. Are they? They got they got off to a slow start. Yeah, but they finished really strong. Yeah, they did. Right. What what was the final score? Like three, three, three zero. Yeah, three nil. So they ended up winning like really comfortably. Yeah. But and obviously Turkey's gonna play it differently than Switzerland. Like Turkey, they they're happy to just sit back and try and yeah, defend yeah. as long as they can. Switzerland might be a little more open. Yeah, they're not gonna respect Italy as much. They're not. They're gonna respect them. They're they're not gonna fear them as much. Mm-hmm. One prop that I saw in here. That oh, was interesting. Get creative. A flashback to the previous show about that action when we covered the Champions League. You might yeah. remember I, I <laughs> took Marco Verratti, yeah. who actually might play in this game, but I, right. I took him to get a yellow card. <laughs> and I was do thinking, like, that. do I take that again with him with him being in, in the one. Italian squad? So I, I went and looked at it, and uh, I actually saw one even better. Okay. Granite Xhaka, oh, the center mid yes. for Switzerland, 
to get a yellow card is plus 700. Wow. How about that? And that's a guy that's going to start and go 90 minutes yeah, that's for true. this team. And bit, of a hot, bit of a hothead, too, a little but bit. But I'll tell you why I see this. Okay. I think Switzerland have the guys. They have the manpower. They're playing that 3-5-2 at the wingbacks. Yeah. They're going to get guys forward. Shakiri going through the midfield and Bolo getting in behind. Seferovic in the striker role. They're going to attack. There's going to be Swiss attacks. And sure. Italy's very good at locking in and getting on counters. Yeah, he's going to pull someone I back think on a counter. Shaka is like notoriously slow and <laughs> immobile, right? Like there's a player on Italy called Immobile. <laughs> yeah, immobile. there is. The yeah. real Immobile here Shaka. is Shaka. I think there's just going to be a moment in the game in the second <laughs> half where he's just stranded in the middle of the field and he pulls someone down. He just down pulls a shirt. And he gets a yellow card okay. and I'm $700 rich. <laughs> okay. Shaka yellow card plus 700 prop coming from Mark in this one. Uh, I'm also going to ride Italy on the money line just because they ended up being comfortable in that first matchup. They're the better squad here. Um, Switzerland's no joke. I could definitely see something else happening here, but I feel like until Italy uh, has a sketchy moment or has a or stumbles a little bit, um, I can't really stand in their way. So I'm also going to take Italy on the money line at minus 155. Also at minus 155 on the money line mark is Ukraine. Ukraine, the favorites as they take on North Macedonia, plus 475 uh, underdogs. I mean, Ukraine, we're in an exciting first first match there. Um, you see the goal that they scored? Yeah, that's right. They scored perhaps the goal of the tournament. Second um, goal of the tournament. It was a goal from halfway. Yeah, it was it was pretty unbelievable on a counterattack. Um, yeah, one of their guys just completely... Sees the goalie off his line and hits an absolute banger from the halfway line pretty much uh, into the back of the net. Do they continue their fine form here? Do they continue? Uh, does North Macedonia continue getting beaten down uh, in this one? What do you like? Uh, I have to fade Macedonia while I can. Especially while I can, yeah. at a minus 155 because they're going to play the Netherlands next. Yeah. That line's going to be like minus 40 million. Right, right, right. Right. This is kind of like the last chance to feed off of North Macedonia. Or, yeah, they did get a goal in their game. Yeah, that's true. And y- Ukraine, I mean, the Ukraine gave a big scare to the Netherlands, right, uh, in that first matchup. So, so Ukraine's definitely. Uh, I t- like. I liked the way they played yeah. against that. Like they they held it down at the back for like the better part of an hour. Yeah. They were really organized, and they have some speedy guys that can counterattack and stuff. So, and like Yarmolenko on that wing, I think he's gonna have a feast against Macedonia here. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, look, it's Macedonia, right? So it's 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 kind of hard to bet anything other than them losing. I actually like Ukraine to get a shutout win here because Ukraine is much more defensively organized than Austria, and Macedonia had a tough time against them, like just generating anything. The goal they scored was on a bit of an error. You think they don't score another one? I I think that was their goal for the tournament. Ukraine had a shutout. What can you get that at? Plus one fifty five. So okay. we're taking we can get plus money against Ukraine Macedonia. Ukraine shutout win. At yeah. plus 155. Okay, I like that. I like that as a good prop there. Um, Ukraine on the money line, minus 155. Uh, I will say, value to value, I feel better about Ukraine, minus 155, than I do about Italy, minus 155 against what Switzerland. Would you Would you agree with oh, that? Yeah, it's a much bigger gap. Yeah, so I agree I agree that um, the, the pick here is Ukraine either at minus 155 or on the shutout at plus 155. Pluses or minuses, you, uh, you decide. Um, Denmark plus 300 against Belgium, plus 110. One of the matchups I'm most excited about, honestly, for this uh, uh, this match day two here. Um, Belgium at plus money, Mark. Uh, do we respect Denmark that much, especially after everything they've been through the past week? What do you think? I don't know why this line is plus money. Like, there was no the number one Number one Belgium. team in the world. Come on. And Show like, some respect. Yeah, and like I don't want this is gonna I don't want this to sound bad, but Denmark have lost their best player. Yeah, yeah. Christian Eriksen was their best player. He's yeah. obviously not playing. Yeah. I wonder. Why what, is Belgium I wonder what plus this, money? Yeah, I wonder what this line would have been had everything gone according to plan, and Denmark obviously keeping Eriksen healthy and winning against Finland. De Bruyne is a weak fitter. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I wonder, like, I wonder what this line would look like. Um, I mean, we would have gotten even more value on Belgium, assuming assuming everything was was going well with Denmark. So. Yeah, I'm going to I'm obviously going to take Belgium here at yeah. plus money for the best team in the yeah. world. Yeah, I Of agree. course I'm going to take them with Denmark who just is yeah. coming off a loss to Finland. This is, this is with, one of the best bets on the episode, I think. Um, this will be one Belgium. of the best bets in the tournament, I would Belgium think. Belgium like, plus 110. Denmark lost their best player. They lost to Finland. Belgium are getting their bet the best player in the tournament back. Yeah. After a great performance last yeah. week. They, Belgium had a resounding win. 
Yeah. I'm also taking Lukaku this, to this score might, again. might be a little bit of home field for Denmark. That could be something to consider. They got home field their first match as well, um, if you care about home field. But I think Belgium's just another class. Belgium's Belgium, though. I yep. took Lukaku in the beginning of the tournament to be the tournament's leading goal that's scorer. That's right. That's right. At plus 600. Yep. He's tied for leading goal scorer right, right now with right. Cristiano. Oh, at yeah. two goals. So yeah. I have to prop Lukaku scoring every game. He's at plus 135, which I like because the way Belgium Keep play, they love, down. they love to get crosses in the box, and he's the main goal scorer. Keep the last down. match, he had three touches in the second half of their game against Russia, yeah. and one of them was a goal. Wow. That's that's how the guy plays. you got to love that. Um, Belgium plus 110, and Lukaku to score as a prop for Mark uh, is definitely one of the matches we're more excited about for uh, this coming week. Uh, also, Netherlands, uh, minus 165 favorites against Austria, plus 425. Netherlands, uh, a, a team we talked about with Billy a little bit as a team that has a great pathway to reaching uh, farther stages of this tournament. Um, they survived a scare mark against Ukraine. Uh, they did not at all look uh, trustworthy in that match. They were up, what was it? They were up uh, 2-0. Ended up completely blowing the lead, being tied 2-2, and then they finally score a late winner to win the game 3-2. Uh, to be it was, fair. It was wild, though. They were in such control yeah. in that five-minute period. What was right. interesting to me was they played a 3-5-2, mm. and they subbed two of the three center backs, which, like, we played many that. years. Yeah, when when did you ever, in a yeah. game that mattered, get your center back subbed out yeah, at any level of the game? Yeah. Right? Even, like, Division three soccer. <laughs> you just don't do it. It was like... You look at the record books, and the most minutes played was always the center back. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. It definitely had an surprising. impact on the game. They they took him out, and but yeah, they, they were able to sneak the goal there. But what, how do you think that affects them? Like, do you think do you think the way that they nearly blew that game and then won it at the end galvanizes them to be like, okay, we survived that, like we're a good team, or are they like, oh shit, like maybe our <laughs> maybe we're not as deep as we thought we were. Based on the maybe we're fragile. Right. Based on the nature of the goals that they conceded, I think the latter because the first goal was sweet. A guy in Ukraine just cut in on his left foot and put it top left, and like that you can't do too much about. But the second goal is the problem, Mark. They cross into the box. I forget who scored the header, but there were literally like six. Netherlands uh, defenders in the box, literally it's like six, and all their striker the is six foot six. Yeah, <laughs> all, they're all around the guy, and the guy just gets a free header to Your tie M-chick. the game. Yeah, to to tie the game a free header. Are you kidding me? Like, what, and this was at the very end of the game too. There was like maybe ten minutes left, fifteen minutes left, and you're gonna concede like a free header with six guys around him, and he was literally the only Ukrainian player in the box to hit, and and he scores like. Just based on the nature of that, it made me question their their character a little bit, Mark. It's not even the depth question. It's just the character. But is the character overridden by the fact that they rebounded and they, they, and they grabbed scored the goal? A, and they scored a winner. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a little bit. But but still, a team like that shouldn't be getting scared against Ukraine. A team yeah. like Netherlands. Even the Netherlands' there. third goal was questionable, too. They're yeah. out-jumping. Zinch- Zinchenko is their best player. Zinchenko. And he's the guy that gets beat for the goal. But, That's right. I mean, we never even we never made a pick here. We're gonna both take Netherlands. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Netherlands just on the money. Despite line here. despite how much crap we just talked on Netherlands, Austria just didn't look good either. No, they didn't. I think you have to take Netherlands here until they do uh, actually drop points. Sure, they dropped some confidence uh, with the shakiness of that last performance, but until they do uh, drop points, I it think really we was take just like it was literally a five minute period. Yeah, Other you're than right. That, they looked fantastic. You're right. To be fair, it was a short a short period of time where they were looking sketchy. So. We'll both take Netherlands on the money line in that one. And before we move on, Mark, a quick word from our sponsors. This show is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, props, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now over at WinBet. So get started today and receive a special offer up to up to $500 of a risk-free sports bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. And Coors Light is back. Welcome back, Coors Light. What's up? I wish we had them sponsoring us last week. I could have definitely used them because I (laughs) needed to unwind. Look, Coors Light, cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Wow. Like taking a bite into the mountains themselves. (laughs) Perfect for any moment to unwind. But to be honest, this month, what it's perfect for is those morning games. Yeah. You can't tell me there's another beer in the world that's better for waking up early, (laughs) cracking open with the boys. Rehydrating. Rehydrating for a 6 a.m. Finland versus (laughs) Russia map. Love it. Look. 
Coors Light is the beer that I'm drinking every morning of the Euros, and also <laughs> one I need to unwind after a long day. So when you want to hit reset, just reach for a beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on NBA championship and Stanley Cup futures when you buy directly from other bettors like yourself. See a ticket you like, but think the price is too high. Submit a bid for the price you think is fair and then buy it. PropSwap is making it easy to profit these playoffs by trading in and out teams as the postseason progresses. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any different time. Last week, a PropSwap customer purchased a Montreal Canadiens Stanley Cup future for 45 bucks when the team was down three once against the Maple Leafs and a few days later he flipped that ticket for $600 with PropSwap your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money it just needs to improve think stock market but for sports betting use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash go to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today and finally the SGPN app yes is now live in the app store and Google Play Store if you're a weird Android guy. <laughs> the app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts, plus the app is the exclusive way to enter all the SGPN contests, including our SGPN $1,000 NBA Finals free roll. The contest locks at the end of this week! <laughs> it's capitalized and bolded, that's how I read it. <laughs> but the contest seriously does lock at the end of this week, so just download the app and hit the contest tab for your chance to take home $1,000. Don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app, an app today. Just after that assault on your ears from Mark, we are back, and it is time to talk Sweden, Slovakia. Sweden coming off of a big, big draw, big result against uh, Spain. Uh, Spain controlled pretty much all the possession. Sweden only had a few chances to score. 86% possession. Wow, that's absurd. And Sweden almost had a few different chances to flip the game on its head and get a winner. They could not. Uh, Morata up top of Spain. Uh, people are pointing to him to be the goal scorer, to be the striker, and he just could not provide Mark with several chances to put the ball in the back of the net. He just couldn't do it. And uh, now Sweden gets a little more respect from the book, if you will, because they are minus 125 favorites against Slovakia, the plus 390 dogs. Uh, what do we think about Sweden? And what do we think about Isak, the striker? He looked very good in that match against Spain, uh, just being their, their pinpoint man up top, uh, not only creating goal scoring chances, but also uh, taking some shots himself. Looks like he could score. Looks like he could provide. What do you think about him? Yeah, well, you may remember we highlighted Potential him. player of the tournament, I he, think you said. I said a breakout candidate. Breakout Young candidate. breakout candidate for Sweden. Good a guy pick. I really Good like. Pick. A lot of big clubs are already high on him, so yeah. it's, it's not like I found some diamond in the rough right, there. Right, but right. Definitely a guy to look out for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was basically tasked with being the striker. And it's never easy when you're a striker in a game where you only have 14% possession. <laughs> but he was making the most of it. Like He was. He ran in really on goal. Was. He hit the post. He diced up three Spanish defenders, yeah. lays the ball across the box, and it gets hit over from like five yards yeah, out. Yeah, that's right. Even though Spain had all the possession and chances, Sweden were maybe closest had, to Maybe scoring. had the better. Yeah, the better chances. I and agree. the goalkeeper for Sweden, Robin Olsen. What a day. The backup for Everton. What a day for that guy. Oh, my God. That guy. He was a stud. Stood on his head, as yes. they say. But, yeah, we said in the in the episode last week that we just wanted to take the money line for Spain because we thought that was fair, but that Sweden, just a good organized team. You know what you're going to get from them. Right. And, hey, today today they didn't make mistakes. Yeah, they literally didn't make one. Like, yeah, you're right. In hindsight, like, I, think, I still think Spain was the right pick just because they were going to control the whole game pretty much. But the fact that, I mean, the, the goal scoring, the lack of goal scoring from Spain. They looked lost. A real problem. They looked a like real, they had, real problem. They looked like they did not have a clue no. in the final third. They had no idea who to look at and who to point to and be like, who's going to put this result in, yeah. in score. It was one. like, are we putting the ball at wide crossing into the box? Are we going for our old right. tiki-taka style? Right, right. Like, they didn't know what they were doing out there, 100%. to be honest. They Which props to Sweden. Props to Sweden for being organized and compact, doing what we knew they were going to do, and we knew what we were going to get, as you mentioned on the last week's show. So... Sweden now in this spot, um, do we trust them now uh, to be able to get a win? I do. I am going to take them to get a win. Uh, I think Slovakia as a team, I don't. I mean, obviously they're not as strong as Spain, but I think the way this one goes, I feel like they're going to— Slovakia, we should mention, coming off of an upset over Poland, right? Yeah. Uh, they won 2-1 against Poland. That was another result we were a little bit surprised by last week. Poland did get a red card late in the game, but still Slovakia pulled off a big result there. Do they go into this one and say, hey, 
We can beat Poland. We can definitely be, we can beat Sweden. I mean, I just think that if if Spain couldn't break down Sweden, <laughs> then Slovakia can't either. Yeah, that could be true. But like, was all the magic juice, if you will, used up? You know how like, I mean, the goalkeeper had the game of his life, if you will, and like the back line had a great game too. Like, is is did they use too much luck? Uh, where now like a goal could squeak uh, could squeak in from Slovakia. That's what I wonder going into this one. Or do we still trust that that Sweden is a solid enough defensive team and Isak can uh, do enough up top to get the result? You think Sweden's going to win this one? Yeah, I really do. Especially because I think Sweden look at this game and they go, "Wow, we win this and like we have a We're really set. good chance of going through." And I like Isak to get a goal here. I could easily see you know Sweden keeping it compact. Mm-hmm. Again, like not as defensive, but still very organized. And then they just slide him through on goal. And okay. he kind of has a little solo effort. He's a plus 195 to get a goal. Oh, I like that. I took him as a breakout candidate. I, I got to, he's got to score. Eventually. Yeah, you got to double down for sure. Um, I like that. I, I, I would lean for Sweden this game too, but I don't know if I would necessarily trust them as much to take plus money. I mean, it was a good result against Spain, but Spain, yeah, like, when you say, hey, they tied Spain, that sounds great because we're used to Spain being such a power. But Spain looked so lost in that game. I just feel like I might take a draw here just to be a little bit uh, different. I don't take enough draws in general. So I'm going to take a draw at plus 240. I think that's some good value. I could see I could see it being a low-scoring game where uh, both teams play pretty you know, defensively. And maybe uh, that luck runs out for uh, Sweden's goalkeeper at the back line. And they do concede one. Maybe Sox scores as well. Um, so I could see a 0-0-1-1 here. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and take that as my pick. The draw at plus 240, I think there's some good value there. Your reaction to that? Yeah, that's fair. That's like we said. You know there's going to be ties. Yeah. Can, you, can you get them? Right. So uh, Mark's going to be on Sweden. He's also going to be on the ESOC goal at plus 195. I'm on the draw at plus 240. That takes us over to Croatia, the plus 150, 115 excuse me, favorites against the Czech Republic, plus 245 dogs. Croatia coming off of that 1-0 loss to England. Do they get back on track? I think they do. And at plus money, that's really good value. Yeah. I don't I don't think that highly of the Czech Republic. Like They they beat Scotland, obviously. But, I mean, Scotland had their chances. Scotland yeah. And Scotland's considered one of the weaker teams in the tournament. And we both picked Scotland because we don't have a ton of respect for the Czech Republic. And we yeah. Scotland could get and it was, a, even though it was 2-0, it was a very even game. Mm-hmm. So, and... Now, Croatia is obviously in what you would call a bounce-back spot, too, where yeah. they've got to get a win. And look, they played they England. England's the tournament favorites. England's good. And they went head-to-head with them yeah. in a close game. Yep. Obviously, England dominated, but Croatia kept it close. So I mean, This group should be England and Croatia advancing in, in order yeah, for that to, to get, happen. To Croatia get Croatia wins. at plus money at this stage in the tournament, I think, is, is great value. I agree. Um, I'm on Croatia as well. Another prop I like, Mark, I'm going to take a stab at. If we want to even move up, up the, the, the pole of plus money here, you're obviously going to take Croatia plus 15 on the money line. I'm going to take the halftime full-time prop bet, Mark, where uh, Croatia needs to basically be leading at both at the end of the first half and at the end of the second half. Uh, so if Croatia is winning uh, the match at both of those stages, um, that bet will cash at plus 285. And I kind of like that one. I feel like uh, they get started early here in this one after that loss to England. They, I don't think they waste too much time, even though they will have to break the checks down a little bit because I'm sure the checks will be uh, playing a little bit defensively. I still think they have enough quality in the team with guys like Modric there running the show. I think they break the deadlock in the first half and then they uh, they either hold that result through the second half or they add additional damage in the second half. So I think uh, there's value there at plus, plus 285 there. That's a pretty good uh, shot uh, to take a team like Croatia in this spot. So that's going to be my prop for that one marks on the money line i'm on halftime full-time croatia croatia at plus 285 and uh speaking of england england takes on scotland england minus 280 pretty juicy favorites uh on the money line there and scotland sizable plus 825 underdogs um england looked pretty good in their first match raheem sterling gets his first major tournament goal um a team we were really excited about um and and a good start to the tournament for them um, Scotland coming off that, that tough loss to the Czechs. Uh, and this is a tough, a tough, tough ask for them here against England. What do you, what do you see going down? I definitely am taking England here. It's kind of pricey though. Yeah, exactly. Like you're not going to get England. much from it, but what's the line for a draw here? Because hear me out. Like, okay. I'm hearing you out. This is such a big rivalry and it's Scotland's first major tournament in so long. First time playing. I don't know when the last time they played 
England in a major meaningful match as big as mm-hmm. this, like certainly not in a World Cup or now we're in a Euro. Maybe they come out and they can they can sneak a draw here. I mean, you can get that plus 400 mark. You can get that at 4-1. to one. Like maybe they just play the game of their lives. Because stylistically, England and Scotland match up. Yeah. A lot of the Scottish team play in the Premier League. Yeah, it's true. There's going to be a lot of familiarity there. And we both know that when you play against players that you're used to playing against, or play with on the same team, even like you look at like you get like an Andy Robertson or a Scott McTominay, yeah, guys from Liverpool and Man United respectively, like yeah, across like maybe they're able to pull something out. Okay, I'm not necessarily. Are you gonna do it? <laughs> I, Are you just gonna talk about it and not do it? And like England always have a tr- they never go perfect in the group <laughs> stage. This yeah, is the first yeah. time England won the opening game of a in major a, in tournament a long time, in a right? long time. Yeah. And <laughs> granted, they played really well against a really good Croatian team, but. Maybe the stars here just align. Like this is yeah. Scotland's. This is a once in a generation match for Scotland God, right this here. This match, I just want nothing to do with betting on this match. To be totally honest with you, I just I want nothing to do with the, such a juicy price of minus two eighty five on England when you can't really trust them to take all the points from the group stages as you just mentioned. And I also don't want to take a plus four hundred on Scotland and look like an idiot. So I just I don't really want anything to do with this. But for the sake of just keeping my record up mark and keeping the numbers up i'm just going to take i'm just going to take england and get it done even though it's juicy and i don't like the bet at all uh minus 285 england's my pick they're going to beat scotland that's fair i i would probably i'd probably go with that i bet i bet this would be a great game to go into the uh the yellow card props for like <laughs> scotland are just going to get so many yellow cards yeah um, scotland will get frustrated for sure and uh i'm assuming they'll end up uh getting broken down and they're going to concede at some point here and then uh, and then i could for sure see it getting a little bit chippy as you mentioned a lot of these guys know each other a lot of these guys play each other uh against each other got a lot of guys play with each other so just it'll be a fun match to watch because there's so many players in the premier league on both of these sides so um definitely an interesting one any other thoughts on that one before we move along yeah i'll just clarify that i am just going to take england on the money line okay cool uh third to last here uh, France, who we just watched uh, just minutes ago, uh, they come in as the biggest favorites, uh, the biggest favorites in this match uh, on the entire match day two card. They are minus 315 on the money line. They take on Hungary. Uh, Hungary coming off of a tough loss. They, they got Ronaldo'd uh, earlier, earlier today. So uh, Hungary's a plus 900 uh, underdog on the money line. Um, France continues to roll here in the... Uh, in the group of death, poor Hungary, right? I, I can't see anything else really happening from this game other than a comfortable uh, France win. I mean, they looked good today. They looked like they looked like tournament winners today, Mark. They looked really good. Yeah, they could have had several goals on the counterattack. They are dangerous. They are as, as dangerous as it gets. Mbappe looked incredible today. He looked like he like is on a mission. Uh, I'm not going to step in, in France's way anytime soon. Yeah, very. Or- I mean, <laughs> I was like when they showed the the starting lineup. I'm like, wow, and then. You look at the bench. The bench can They're make unreal. a run in the tournament. Unreal here. team. So, yeah, I mean, obviously you're not going to get a good price on them for this game here. Yeah. So, France minus 315. Do feel bad for Hungary because <laughs> Hungary was not was not bad against Portugal. Like, no. They held the line for the better part of the game, like 83, 84 minutes. <laughs> and then minutes. it all fell apart. And they were adventurous, too. Like, they were pressing Portugal. They didn't just sit back. They tried to attack. Yeah. They, they were looking pretty good. And then, uh, I mean, yeah, like you said, they got they got Ronaldo, and that was like the worst <laughs> thing for Hungary that could have happened was like you put in such a tough shift for so long, yeah, play such a good game for you know ninety percent of the match, and you still lose three. Yeah, and it looks bad on paper. For but sure. that also, I took Portugal at plus two and a half goals, so, <laughs> so you're fine with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, Portugal, Portugal ended up getting it done and making it comfortable in the end, but it, it definitely took a while for them to get broken down in Hungary, so. Maybe a similar situation here where it might take France a little while to score, but I still definitely don't see France conceding uh, a goal. So that's why my prop for this one, Mark, is France to record a shutout win. I think there's value on that at even money. Uh, France on a shutout win? Absolutely. It's the best defense in the tournament. Yeah, I'm going to for sure take France at even money here rather than laying the the big minus 315. I'm just going to take France to get a shutout. I don't think they concede a goal. Um, I'll and, probably join you on that. Yeah, and I think they're they're now we have like the most realistic match results of this one covered at at one zero two zero or three zero France. I think they're the most likely outcomes. So France to record a shutout win is the pick for this one at even money. And then the match the match of the of the tournament week for sure the the match of match day two also coming from the group of death Portugal and Germany. 
uh, two Titans clash. Portugal plus 215 dogs. Uh, Germany getting the respect as plus 125 favorites despite coming off that loss to France, uh, 1-0 own goal loss, as we mentioned. Um, what do you think, man? What a match. Yeah, this will be... For the record, every match of the gr- ma- best match of the group stage is coming out of Group uh, F. Yeah, like, for sure. You look at these other groups. There's no other group here that has two powerhouse teams, and then yeah. Group F has three. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you know? Three giants. So yeah, this is this is definitely the match to watch. Uh, when are they playing? I believe it's in the morning. It's it's a morning game. Yeah, it's in the. Is it? Yeah, it's in the morning. It's a, it's gonna be nine a.m. our time. I think it was. That'd be a good course like. Yeah, game. nine a.m. on a Saturday. Oh, that's the perfect. That's a, that's, a, that's a, you couldn't script. A better Coors Light game than 9 a.m. on a Saturday. We get free Coors Light now, right? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That sounds excellent. Uh, What a great time to get a Coors Light sponsor. (laughs) Does does Ronaldo, can Ronaldo carry the team like he did today against a squad like Germany that is so disciplined, so talented, so high level? What do you think? I don't think he He can can. carry them. Uh huh. But there's enough there to carry them. The team is good enough to carry him through. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because the way the way it's gone with Ronaldo as he's aged, it used to be like you give him the ball on the halfway line, he dribbles through everybody and scores. And scores. Now he's older, obviously, he's still mobile and stuff, but now his game is you know he's gravitated towards the inside of the box, like in between the sticks. Yeah, getting headers, you know, yep. close close range goals, things like totally. that. He's world's best finisher by yeah. far. Yeah. Um. So he's gonna rely on Portugal getting a good amount of possession here, because Germany, like we saw, the Germany. I had the possession against France. Obviously, they were chasing the game. Yeah, they were. Germany's going to have a fair share of the ball here. I'm seeing like probably a 55-45 split of possession in favor of Germany. Mm. But I do like Portugal's defense here. Great defense all around. I like Portugal's midfield, and I think they have enough up top to get a result here. Especially, like, Germany's going to be chasing this game hard now that they've lost. That's like, why They can't I, lose two. Yeah. I don't know, man. And I feel we like split, a, we might be split on this. But I one. feel like in a game where you can't lose, like you cannot lose two games out of three in the group stage for Germany, they're gonna have to go for this. And I think Portugal's good enough to weather this storm. And when you have Ronaldo on the end of your counterattacks, that's yeah. deadly. Yeah. You can't name a better player in the world to have on the end of a counterattack than Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. in the last twenty years. Yeah, it's true. Um, but here's here's an angle for you. Uh, Portugal just won three zero. Right, they won three zero against Hungary. This match, as this group of death, as we've talked about, is largely going to come down to that goal difference. Goal difference is huge in this one. Portugal is sitting comfortable now, where they can say, "Hey, like, we just we'll just take a point here." Right? Portugal would be down for a point. Um, I don't know. I feel like Germany has more to get after. It's it's a must win. Would you agree? It's a must win for Germany. I mean, it's oh, a must one thousand percent. So I'm going to take Germany. I know it's a, I know it's a, I mean, it's a, honestly, it's kind of a coin flip to be honest with you. Um, but I would edge towards Germany and I just think there's value. Like whenever you can get, um, I mean, plus money on either of these teams is, is great. And, and when, when Germany played France in this group of death, I took the favorite in Germany at plus money and I, and it cashed. So I'm just going to go ahead and do the same thing here and take the plus money favorite, uh, and just be happy that I get a superpower for plus money. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, like at the end of the day, for the this record, I'm way. getting a superpower at even more plus money. <laughs> Portugal. That's true. Plus two fifteen. That's true. But yeah, the problem for me with Germany today was like it was similar to Spain, where like they just didn't look like they at were the ever going to score. Especially at the end of the game, huh? They looked like uh, the moment kind of got to them, and and a lot of balls were like going out of bounds in the last ten minutes, and you were freaking out, you were losing your mind, getting up and down from the couch. Yeah, the end product was just not there. The yeah. guys they brought in off the bench were. But also very defensively, like. They, their only goal conceded was an own goal and it was like early in the match and sure they could have conceded a couple more but like the offside uh Mbappe was offside twice he could have had two so yeah things could go differently and they can concede there but the fact is I mean at the end of the day they lost 1-0 to perhaps the best team in the tournament and it was to an own goal so like I didn't not, nothing I really didn't like about Germany other than those final minutes where it was frustrating as hell to watch them struggle with passing the ball out of bounds but i still i still feel like uh i'm, I'm gonna take germany here i just feel like portugal's already in a good enough spot where they don't need the result as badly so i'm gonna lean towards uh the germans okay we'll, we'll agree to disagree i like it uh mark is on portugal i am on germany uh last last match to talk about a match match day two 
Uh, is Spain uh, the team that was very frustrating to watch against Sweden? They are uh, minus 265, hefty favorites. They take on Poland at plus 700. Poland coming off of that uh, surprising loss uh, to Slovakia. Um, kind of looks like the sports books are, are marking Poland as dead, Mark. Looks like Poland could be dead in the water here. Now they have to face Spain. I mean, that, that first match against Slovakia was a must win for Poland to try to get out of this group, I think. Um, but now it could be, you could say it's a little bit open now that, uh, Sweden, uh, Sweden is in the, in the picture as well after that draw Spain and an absolute must win situation. Um, but who's going to score the goal? I mean, what a frustrating team to watch and control all the possession, uh, and set up Morata and he's just going to keep missing the net. Like it was, that game was crazy to watch. That was a crazy game to watch. And you you could tell, you could tell on his face. I mean, you've seen that guy before. We've we've definitely like been on club teams or been on like high school teams or college teams, where the where the kid who's up top and who's supposed to score the goal can't figure it out, and you can just see it like on their face. That's exactly what he looked like. What Morata looked like. He looked like you could see the panic in his eyes. Like shit. Like I can't do this. You know what I mean? Like you know, you could see the lack yeah. of confidence. You could see the pressure building on him. You could see the fans getting upset. You could see him not handling the situation well. He, and, and when strikers feel that way, when the confidence is down, it can take a while to break that deadlock. And that's the last thing you need in the group stage of a Euro. Yeah. And the thing is, though, is that I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm like, normally you put in a performance like that for, for Alvaro Morata, you're, you're on the bench the next day. Mm-hmm. For a team like Spain, there's no one there, though. There's no, like, who, who else I mean, do you I believe, see that I believe can you, replace him? I believe you texted me, I wish uh, <laughs> I would take Fernando Torres up top right now or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, any 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 old Spanish striker. I mean, God, there is no one there to replace him. There is no number nine that is world class. On, yeah, Fernando on a Torres team. flies in. <laughs> he still plays. He plays in yeah, Japan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's just like you don't know where you're gonna get the goals from. But yeah. here's the thing with Poland. A key point here: Gregus Krakowiak, uh, for sure, their best center midfielder. Uh huh. He got red carded. So, so he's, he's out, gone. and he's the guy that's going to patrol and cover the most yeah. ground on the field, okay. too. That's you to lose know. that against in a game where Spain's already, already going to have all the possession. So now it's like, who's going to link up with Lewandowski here? Poland, the, Poland might not touch the ball. Because the problem that Spain was having was you had Alexander Isak up top, who's blazing fast, yeah. and he could stretch that team because yeah. Spain always had to worry about and that long and he, ball. Yeah, and he's big enough to Lewandowski's to older. Yeah. He can't run in behind like that anymore. He's just going to rely on he's, the service. He's just getting on the end of cross. I don't think Poland can get it to him. Okay. I think that's the problem. So, right. like, maybe it's another 0-0. Yeah, I mean, who's going to score in this game? I mean. <laughs> it's a great question. Who's going to score in this game? I'm very curious to see who scores a goal in this game. I guess it has to be I guess Spain. it's maybe it's glass half full and Alvaro Morata is just Breaks due for the a goal lock. now. Okay, maybe. maybe I'm not going to say I'm just really yeah, counting maybe it. Maybe he does. Maybe I am going to take Spain minus 265. Me too. It's juicy. I don't really love it either. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't love this pick to end on, but uh, but Spain minus two sixty five. I mean, they're in a must win now. They're they're a, they're one of those, one of the giants in European soccer, and uh, they are after that disappointing result, that disappointing zero zero to Sweden. They must must get a result here. Must get points and must get three points. Uh, that is match day two. What a great time! What a great tournament! We never did a lock dog parlay. Oh yeah, let's go ahead and close out the show. Thank you, Mark, with the lock. Can't believe dog we almost parlay. forgot that. Good, good, good thing I have you here. <laughs> when we go to gamble, we go to lose subconsciously. I'm still alive. All right, that's the lock. Lock dog parlay. All right, I know what my lock's gonna be, but uh, you go ahead and give us your lock. Oh, my lock! I was just putting together my parlay to be honest. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, my lock is going to be Belgium. I'm going to go ahead and take that off the table. Plus money lock. Yeah. I'm going to do the plus money lock. Let's go. Plus money Belgium at plus 110 against Denmark. Uh, that is my lock. A plus money lock. You're welcome. I'm going to lock in Ukraine. <laughs> money line. Yeah, no, I like that. Minus 155 against, against North Macedonia. Macedonia. Keep fading. Yeah, keep fading North Macedonia while you can for sure. Um, I like that one. I don't know if I have a dog, Mark. Like, I got Portugal plus 215. Yeah, they're, that's they're a, a good dog. dog. That's a good dog. You also had whales as a dog. You had two dogs. You can have one. Uh, I'll take... Uh, well, you can't because you bet against both of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to go dogless. Unless you look at my draw. Was I took a couple shots at draws. I took a draw at... A uh, draw's a dog. Yeah, Sweden and Slovakia at plus 240 uh, will, be, will be that one. Uh, Mark, do you have a parlay? I do freshly cooked up just now <laughs> this one's wild it's a five gamer okay let's hear it i'm gonna take portugal to beat germany yeah i may axe that off to be honest but that's a sketchy I, one. i'll give it to you how it is 
Portugal to beat Germany. I've got France to beat Hungary. Croatia to beat the Czech Republic. That's plus money. Nice. Ukraine to beat North Macedonia on the money line at a minus 155. And Belgium to beat Denmark plus 105. Wow. That catches out at plus 2,900. <laughs> and if I take out Portugal, it's plus 867. What do you think? Um, Keep Portugal in there? No. I'm, I'm going to take Portugal I out. I mean, you know I'm, I'm betting against Portugal. So. I'm, I'm honestly going to take them out. I don't feel confident. Okay. So, so it's a, it's a four-gamer. France, Croatia, Ukraine, Belgium, plus 867. Nice. Uh, news update. Belgium already down to plus 105, Mark, since we started the show from 110 oh, perfect. to 105. Yeah, we got to We got to We. I wonder what, like, what happened in the last hour that some bookie was just like, wait a minute. Someone dropped a million dollars. It's for sure not a plus one <laughs> Uh My parlay is going to be uh, a four-teamer as well. I'm going to start off with Russia, uh, Mark, at minus 150. I, I liked what we talked about with Russia. I liked what we saw for them. Uh, despite losing, uh, they actually looked like a tough team to break down. So uh, Russia is going to beat Finland, who shouldn't have won their first match. Uh, Russia is the first leg. Belgium, of course, uh, the second leg at plus 105 now against Denmark. Um, Italy, I liked as well against Switzerland. Uh, that's a tight match, but I'm going to take Italy uh, in that one at minus 150. And then last but not least, uh, perhaps the lock of all locks on the show. Um, if you really, really want a safe lock, it's probably France at minus 300 against Hungary. So take those four teams. That pays out plus 659. Not too bad, huh? Not too bad. Not a bad week. Yeah, good times. Uh, match day two coming up shortly. Match day one just wrapped up. Um, Mark, good work. And uh, any last words for the, for the fans before we close out the show? We're going to have to record on a Saturday, huh? We're going to have to record on a Saturday. Uh, we're going to get to record on a Saturday, Mark, <laughs> <laughs> with our Corey's Lights. Saturday night, yeah. Uh. So, so next show will come out Saturday night because, uh, of course, match uh, – Match day two wraps up on Saturday night, and match day three opens up early Sunday morning. So, yes, it will have to be Saturday night. Uh, you can visit. Spend your Saturday night listening to, <laughs> listening listen to us. To us. You get paid extra for being gotta, working on a weekend. Who doesn't want to get paid on a Sunday? Definitely tune in to the next show. Follow us uh, at – you can follow me at BetOnKyle on Twitter. Visit SportsGamblingPodcast.com. You can visit at the SGP Network on Twitter as well. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate, review. Any last words from Mark before we close out the show for the week? Not a single last word from me. We'll see you soon.